Guys, I have a story for you. I had a college professor uh, with a class where we were not allowed to take notes and only had so many, uh, a certain number of approved bathroom breaks and absences. It felt like I was in elementary school. And our first test was on the syllabus, <laughs> all the rules, all the many other rules. So I'm going to tell you guys about today three ways to deal with strict or annoying college professors. Let's get into it. Do you want guidance on where to go and what to study? Wonder if you should change majors? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for scholarships and ways to pay for college without parental help? Do you wake up worried about everything and just want to make sure you're following God's path for your life? Hey, I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college besides loans and wished for clear direction on how to make college and career decisions. Not only was I worried about drowning in debt, but also afraid I hadn't heard Jesus correctly. Was I studying the wrong thing? Was I completely off track? I felt semi out of control and was spiraling until I learned how to hear from God and follow his direction. He guided me and gave me the stepping stones to pay for college. Scholarships, grants, testing out of classes, and other weird school hacks got me through debt-free. And in this podcast for Christian college girls, you will learn how to find God's path for your college journey and how to graduate with no loans or debt. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and listen in on the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Yep, this is Money and Mental Peace, and I am Kara. Nice to meet you if you're new. And so you might not only find college and professors annoying, but sometimes learning how to pay for college because there are such strict guidelines as well, like with financial aid and you have to go through all the red tape to figure it out. And wouldn't you like someone that would just show you? I do have an online course called the Debt-Free College Blueprint where I help you walk through finding God's path for college and graduating loan and debt-free. So that's through like making some decisions about college and major and career, as well as literally showing you an example of how to get on a financial aid website or look up scholarships or write great scholarship essays. You can check out all the details of each module if you go to debtfreecollegeblueprint.com. Again, that's debtfreecollegeblueprint.com, and it's just my heart and soul of all the ways that I learned to follow God through college, graduate from college debt-free, with even having $10,000 left over in my bank account after college. And some of that had to do with, like, you know, passing classes, which is important, which also often had to do with, you know, dealing with some professors that I kind of struggled with. I don't think it was terrible, but anyways, I mentioned at the beginning, I had a professor, a sales professor, and I wasn't going into sales, but it was a side uh, class I needed, and he had this huge syllabus, and he was bragging kind of about how some students tried to argue with him on it, try to take it up and like file a complaint with the school, and how he always one against those complaints because he had everything laid out in the syllabus and he took time for us to read the whole syllabus and all the things, you know? Yeah. I mean, I am glad he laid it out, to be honest. And for someone who is a bit more of a rule follower, I mean, I think it was generally good. But 
when you got into like, you know, you're a college student, technically we can come and go as we please. It's not like teachers are keeping track of our well-being like you're in, you know, fifth grade or third grade. But he would give like so many bathroom break passes and so many like late or absences before he started docking off points. But a cool thing is if you reached out and answered a question in class, you sometimes would get extra points too. I don't know. It's just an interesting situation. And yeah, we weren't allowed to take notes because he just wanted us to discuss things, you know, to just like talk about stuff and then just learn it that way. So a little bit hard to wrap my mind around, but here's the thing. I learned some steps between that and other professors on great ways to just like get in professors' good graces and not like flatter untruthfully, right? We're just being honest and true, trying to have good rapport with people. The first one, really read the syllabus. Now, there are usually things like school policy that they listed, you know, that you've already read and other people, the other syllabi of the other classes. Some of that you can skip. But really look over the syllabus, even if it's a skimming over, because there are usually some things that jump out to you that might be different. And you might end up going and emailing the professor and they'll be like, it's in the syllabus. And sometimes the worst way to get on (laughs) a professor's bad side is to keep annoying them with questions that they already put in the syllabus. I saw this comic on one of my favorite professor's doors that was like, students kept coming up to this teacher and asking questions and they were like, attend the syllabus, you know. That's a good way to deal with people who might not like you or annoying professors because maybe you're asking them too many of those questions. However, if you know an answer is not in the syllabus, it is a great way to get into those good graces with a strict or annoying professor by asking them questions, like other questions, you know, like coming up after class and initiating interest. It could be a question about the homework or even like just one time being like, I really liked when you said this in class. How did you learn about that? Or what do you think about this topic I saw in the news? It really like, I think the word is ingratiates you to them. And again, not in a fake flattering way, but just honest trying to have a good rapport, you know, make it more positive. And third, do you really pray about them or for them or for the connection? Like I had a friend who told me before a semester, she would pray over her professors that she was going into because they do have a sort of authority over her life, at least for like grades and stuff. She would ask for God's guidance and the professors that she gets and that there would be a good rapport between each other, praying for them to know Jesus, and then also for guidance on how to deal with it. Sometimes it's simple, but we forget the simple things. Also, I wanted to mention a devotional. Sometimes we have different devotions throughout the time Um, on this podcast. If you're new, I'll insert this here and there. It's great to have time with God and learn about the Bible. So I'm just going to connect this one. It's from ourdailybread.org, that devotions, and it's for February 2nd. I don't, I think this is coming out the first or the second. Anyways, it's called Like Our Great Teacher. And this is to show in the path of doing life and dealing with other teachers and professors, let God be your great teacher to show you in particular situations how to act. Read the book of Proverbs, or at least some of the Proverbs in there. Ask for wisdom. And... 
because I can't, these suggestions I gave you might not be the top ones for your situation, you know? Okay. It's called Like a Great Teacher. In a viral video, a three-year-old white belt karate student imitated her instructor. With passion and conviction, the little girl said the student creed with her leader. Then with poise and attentiveness, the little ball of cuteness and energy imitated everything her teacher said and did. At least she did a pretty good job. <laughs> Jesus once said, the student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. He told his disciples that to imitate him included being generous, loving, non-judgmental, and discerning about who they followed. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? His disciples needed to discern that this standard disqualified the Pharisees who were blind guides, leading people to disaster, and they needed to grasp the importance of following their leader. Thus, the aim of Christ's disciples was to become like Jesus himself. So it is important for them to pay careful attention to Christ's instruction about generosity and love and apply it. So, this is Kara real quick. If you're having a situation with a professor... How do you think Jesus would respond? And sometimes you don't know because sometimes you don't know the other person. And if like a more direct question or a more indirect, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it works differently for different people. One way you approached a professor in the past might not work this time. So, yes, say what would Jesus do? Sometimes you know the answer right away. But if you don't know in this situation, asking God for wisdom on what to do or to move in the situation. So this is basically saying become more like the great teacher, the master teacher, Jesus. Okay, let's get back. As believers striving to imitate Jesus today, let's give our lives over to our master teacher so we can become like him in knowledge, wisdom, and behavior. He alone can inflect his generous loving ways. If I sound out of breath, it's because I'm standing and pacing. I like to do that when I record because it gives me the energy, but sorry. Um, okay. What parts of Jesus's life are you seeking to imitate these days? So I would like to pray for you guys, Heavenly Father, that you would guide them in their particular professor issues today and give whoever's listening to my voice wisdom. Be their great teacher. Help them to have discipline and attentiveness to talk with you and get wisdom on how to approach their own professor or maybe you don't even they don't even need to approach just have a different perspective or attitude as they do their work and follow the rules it could be either one it's all usually individual situations that's why they need to seek you in jesus name amen guys then we're gonna read uh luke 6 37 through 42 let's see do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Okay, and I gotta get to the next part. He also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? The student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Why do you look in the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay attention 
Pay no attention to the plank in your own eye. How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take the speck out of your eye. When you fail yourself to see the plank in your own eye, you hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, then you will see clearly to remove the speck in your brother's eye. This might be hard to swallow, but maybe dealing with this annoying professor is just something that you might just need to suck it up and be an adult. And sometimes it's just that you're annoyed that you have to have a specific type of calculator, but it's the only way they'll let you do the test or different things. Sometimes if it's already pre-laid out in the syllabus, you know, and it's just you're frustrated with it (laughs) for more so that you just have to do it. Sometimes it's just part of being in college, you know, Look and see if there's a plank in your own eye before you go and bug the professor. However, there are so many situations where there are strugglesome professors or you need to respond or deal with it well. I entirely get that. The time to do that is make sure you read through all the syllabus. Develop a bit of a rapport by asking them a general question or a question about something in culture that see their opinion on it. People love when you ask their opinion. And then pray. Pray for your own spiritual growth, pray for them, pray for guidance in all of this. And if you also need some guidance on, you know, finding what you're going to major in, um, well, it's not all focused on that, but like growing your relationship with God so that you can seek him, that he would guide to what you should major in, what college you should go to, and more specifically, if it's around what you can pay for and how to graduate from college debt-free, I do have that online course, the Debt-Free College Blueprint. You can check it out with all of the info, what's inside, and the debtfreecollegeblueprint.com. Again, that's the debtfreecollegeblueprint.com. All right, guys. See you next time. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.